I got my fleece zip up today. Uh, J.R. Rusgrove, uh, Parkside Cafe in Bristol, a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, joining us on Brian and Company. J.R., good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. Hey, listen, uh, we're doing a – before we get to some more serious stuff, uh, we're doing a football pool with Christine and Salt on 96.5 TIC-FM. It's Matt Soroy's and myself and Mark Christopher, some known as Mark the Shark. And one of the things we wanted to gamble was the loser had to, like, wait tables at your place for and serve the winners. Can we do that I, at your place? I, I think if we're going to do a football bet, it would be relegated more to doing dishes. Dishes. How does that sound? Okay, so Dishwasher. You, so you want the loser to do dishes. Okay. The last place finisher does – I'm going to tell Christine because she's in last place, so she's going to do dishes. All right. We'd love to have her. <laughs> wow. You don't trust any of us as servers? Is that it? I, I, I don't know about that. You know, I, I was on radio myself years ago, so I know, you know, I think you're better served in the back than in the front up where the customers oh, are. Wow. That's rough. That's rough. Um, all right, JR, I'll pass the message along. Um, all right, brother. In all seriousness, uh, now, you know, correct me, do, do you have a place in, in, in Florida? Uh, we're not in Florida. We're You're in South actually, Carolina. We're in South Carolina. We're in a, a, a township called Myrtle's Inlet, which is, um, you know, from, from the heart of Myrtle Beach. We're probably about 35, 40 minutes away. But the area where we're located, um, uh, Myrtle's Inlet, uh, Garden City, which is where we are, uh, Pauly's Island, which is just south of us by about 12 miles. Those were the areas that got hit really, really hard by uh, by the hurricane. So what happened to you to your your property? Um, not good. Um, you know, we live um, on a street called Pompano Drive, which is surrounded by water on three sides. We have the ocean uh, in front of us that's one street away, and then directly behind our house we have a, a creek that feeds into the ocean. And then if you go out to the front of our property, we have the actual inlet itself. And between these three bodies of water culminating with high tide, um, the tidal surges came, and basically the ocean water combined with the creek water running to the back of our house, and then the inlet water rushing to the front, it met right out in our neighborhood, and it basically decimated our neighborhood here. Um, No loss of life, thank God, and no houses were taken down as a direct result of the hurricane or from the tidal surges. But we did end up having, uh, I mean, the, the flooding was incredible. And my wife and I are here now trying to clean up um, just about everybody in our neighborhood from where I'm standing outside right now where you can see there's just properties are a mess. You know, mm. just what, what you would imagine thinking you would see, uh, you know, after a very strong storm. And, and the thing was, when it came on shore, the meteorologists down here were just really expecting it to be like a tropical storm, some, some wind, some rain. But the tidal surges coupled with the high tide is what made right. a difference here. So, uh, yeah, it's just a mess. And there's a lot of cleanup underway. Um, our property took a beating and a half, and we're just trying to clean up. And I think everybody around us has just got that same look on their face. Like, you know, what do we do? We right. Just clean up to the best of our ability. Well, and also, you know, it, it, it strengthened to be a hurricane again for South Carolina and so much focus on, you know, you know Fort Myers Beach that, you know, you, you can't forget that it, it also is a hurricane that hit South Carolina. And I'm just curious, we're talking with J.R. Rusgrove, um, owner of Parkside Cafe in Bristol, here on Bryan & Company. You know, water damage can be wor- almost worse than total destruction because you don't sort of know how bad it is or where it could be, and it's hard to assess and so on and so forth. 
And is this going to be a, like a long process to rebuild, or are you just going to have to do you know some some minor changes? I mean, how big? And because I want to re- transition this into an insurance question, but for the for the area, but like how big of a rebuild is it for the people you and the people around you? Well, first I got to say too, for the people that are in Florida and, and Fort Myers area that that got decimated by the storm. The, the amount or the extent of damage we have is nowhere near that. So we feel so sorry for what they're going through because what we have here is a massive cleanup, whereas down in Florida they're, they're talking about having to rebuild an right. entire city. So uh, here, um, you know, the people that live in the area where I am, we all carry flood insurance, but the, the flood insurance only handles the uh, the house itself. It doesn't take care of, like, all, all our swimming pools have been filled in by mud. Um, we have a dock in our creek that go, you know, that's about a hundred feet from our house. That is now on the other side of our swimming pool, almost in our driveway. Jeez. We have missing furniture. We have other people's furniture. I'm actually, as I'm talking to you, as gross as this sounds, there's a porta potty floating right by me oh. that belonged to a construction site somewhere miles away. Um, the, the amount of debris from the flood is just astronomical because people don't know where most of their things went to. And now you just got to, we got to try to figure out a way to clean up well, yeah, all this that's a, mess. You know, with logistics, sorry to interrupt, but Jared, like, how do you know where to, like, how do you know what to do with the stuff? Like, I mean, is there, how do you know what to do with the things that you have to throw out or the things that might belong to somebody else? I think what they've been doing so far, Matt, right here, what we've noticed is they're actually bringing things out to the curb. And people are actually, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of this at all. And I, I, I just can't say it any other way. But Garden City, where we are here in Merle's in it, it, it looks like a giant tag sale. Like most people have everything they own that was outside. They have it out in their driveways. They have it out on their lawns, you know, waiting for it to dry out. They have a pile of their stuff. They have another pile that doesn't even belong to them that they're hoping someone will drive by and recognize it. My neighbors next door stopped me. Um, they're from out of state. And they said, we lost our refrigerator and freezer. And I said, well, you know, my wife, Leanne, was here in the house during the storm and could not get out, and the water was rising so close. And she kept, you know, I'm on the phone with her from Connecticut. Well, she's telling me, describing everything that's floating by and the water, how it was rising and rising and rising. And there was one point where she said, I don't think I'm going to get out of here, um, and I'm afraid that this is going to take the house down. So luckily enough, uh, you know, the storm got through, the water started to recede. Um, we, we had done about a hundred thousand dollars of work on our house this past summer, putting in a new lawn, new seawall, a lot of work. We just bought this house and you know, again, no one got hurt and no one got killed. So that's what we got to be thankful for. But we've had everybody here that did this work for us over the summer, come back yesterday and take a look and they just shook their head and said, we have to start over and do it all over again. Oh my gosh. And that's not so covered by insurance. It's not covered yeah. by insurance. No, because it wasn't part of the dwelling um, so, you know, we look at it that way, you know, our restaurant, which is about four miles away inland, um, that we just bought, it, it did okay. I mean, a lot of, um, debris, you know, there's obviously a lot of palm trees and, and vegetation in the area that we had to do like a massive cleanup of the property, a couple broken ceiling fans. I think we had one broken window. We lost power for a little while, but nothing, nothing as bad as what's going on here in our little area. Wow. Um, well, I, I'm sorry to hear about the damage, Jr. And um, we'll hopefully we'll come down to Parkside and we'll try to drum up business as best we can to to help you out. But uh, best of luck, and I'm glad your wife's okay because that's the most important thing, as you said. And thanks for sharing your story with us. You're more than welcome. And again, to the people down in Florida and Fort Myers, we feel for you because 
if this is what we have, I can only imagine what they're dealing with down there right now. Yeah, I mean, boats were floating by houses and houses floating by other houses. I mean, it was incredible to see. It's sad. So, yeah. so, so sad. I mean, any way you look at it, it's sad. But um, like I said, as long as you know everybody's safe uh, and my neighbors here, like I said, we get to wave to each other and just kind of shrug our shoulders and just keep working. I guess that's what it's going to be down. You know, we're going to have to deal with this for the next couple of days. Right. Uh, well, good luck, JR. Thanks for the time. You're welcome. Thank you. Right, wow, that's tough. I mean, no matter what, you know, whether it's your primary home or whatever i mean you work hard your whole life to set yourself up with something like that he's got a business nearby this home he's put so much into and uh you know one of the things you can't get into too much insurance stuff but he did say because that was my question is you know a lot of areas like that require you can't buy a place or you can't finance a place without flood insurance and then if you pay cash for the house you don't necessarily have to do it but he said most people have that insurance but he said it's just for the structure so anything else you have to pay out of, out of pocket. And those kind of costs, they hurt. They, they, they hurt. Um, so it's good that everyone's okay um, in his spot. Obviously, I think some 60 people dead in Florida. Although, I, I, shifting gears back to the football pool, I mean, there's no real segue, but I was a little disappointed <laughs> he wasn't going to let us wait tables. I think he doesn't. Looking forward to taking some orders, I man. Mean, I seriously, because I was at, by the way, breakfast – Waiting is the hardest. I mean, I did, I did, I was a terrible waiter, but I did breakfast, lunch, dinners. And breakfast is tough because, you know, in, back in the day, you had a thing of decaf in one mm. end, a thing of calf. People have white toast, wheat toast, eggs over easy. There's a million bleeping variables <laughs> for breakfast. And then back in the day, no matter how well you did and how big the group was, they give you two bucks. Yeah. I mean, it was brutal. brutal. And you have to terrible. turn over tables like a hundred of them to make any money. <laughs> So be kind to your breakfast and brunch right. wait staff, please. Tip well. It's 9 o'clock.